0: Hey, everybody, welcome to another edition of Slumber Party. I invite you to my slumber party, except like the ones you attended in the 90s. This one actually includes sleep for you, your children and the entire family. Uh, every week I have a unique guest or I answer a fun question about sleep to get you and your family the sleep that you need. Today, I am talking with Suzanne Colmer who was seriously such a breath of fresh air. Suzanne Comer is the founder of Your Shop Girl. That's at your underscore shop underscore girl. And Your Shop Girl aims at styling you in clothes that you actually like, in a budget that you can afford without the shame that we all think we're going to get like pretty women style. Remember that scene in Pretty Women? I actually reference it in our interview together. <laughs> um, Suzanne is great. Uh, we talk a lot about how to dress yourself after having a baby. Um, Uh, Suzanne is part of my after the sleep edition uh, of all the things that you can do once you are sleeping. And, you know, I I know that after I had both of my girls, my body changed so much. I basically shopped exclusively online late at night and I didn't care what it looked like. I just wanted it to fit my body. Uh, So, Suzanne and I talk a lot about that. uh, Your top tips on how to pick clothes for yourself. Um, I, I, I am convinced I'm going to hire Suzanne. Uh, I think you'll really, really enjoy our conversation. She's real, she's refreshing, and you'll absolutely love it. This is a judgment free zone. All types of sleep are encouraged. Uh, So put on your headphones, walk around for the duration of a crap nap, and just enjoy yourself. Hi,
1: Suzanne. Hi, Amanda. How are you? Good. I'm really good. I just um, ate a bowl of... Of pasta. Actually, I shouldn't say a bowl of pasta. I ate a like pot of pasta. It didn't even make it out <laughs> the. It didn't even make it out of the pot into a bowl. Um, to make sure that my brain was going to be like alive and well for this podcast. So um, yeah, I'm. Yeah.
0: Wow. I am honored. I am honored. <laughs> I don't. Uh, you've made me think of something when you said that because I've noticed a a, be, a weird behavior I have of mine Th- that is. I have um, like a famine mentality towards dishes, so sometimes I'll be like, "Why would I ever use another bowl if I could just eat it out of this pot?" Like I'm wasting the bowl, and I always do this. Do you do that?
1: Oh, I fully do that. I fully do that. I (laughs) I I hate. I just I hate unpacking the dishwasher. I hate yes. Uh, everything about dishes. I, I'm uh, yeah. I'm I'm definitely not a housekeeper. Um, and dishes are my least favorite. I need to be on the phone basically if I'm going to do dishes. Like that's I need to call someone. To with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yes, agreed. Agreed. I am. I am with you. One hundred percent. We could talk all day about that, but we are yeah, not we going talk to talk about, about that. that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Famine mentality about dishes. I bet there's a subculture where this this does well. But um, today we're with uh, Suzanne Colmer, founder of Your Shop Girl. Um, I'm really excited to talk to Suzanne because actually you approached me and I think the universe works in such funny ways. But um, I have been Percolating in my brain, an idea, uh, something called uh, after the sleep edition. So, because a lot of my clients will come to me when their life stops working, right? Where they are, they can't get dressed in the morning. They can't work out. They can't go to see that physio they've been meaning to see because they're so tired and they're just hanging out in bed and we've all been there. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm going to start a, a little n- new subsection of my podcast called After the Sleep um, because people start doing things again. Like once you're sleeping, you start doing things like thinking about what you're going to wear on that date, because you can have a date now, <laughs> which is pretty exciting. Um, and so, Suzanne, tell me a little bit about you, about your business, about, you know, your mom as well. Just just jump in. So, that's
1: a big, I feel like that's a, a big topic. So, um, no no pressure, me. just oh, very broad. <laughs> tell, me, tell me everything about you. Um, <laughs> I, um, I started I started uh, your Shop Girl Uh, about 11 years ago now. And that was after graduating from U of T. I took uh, a double major in gender studies and and sociology. And then I had a a minor in philosophy. So basically I graduated thinking like I didn't want to be a philosopher or a sociologist. So I had to figure out what I was going to do with my life. And I had originally thought I was going to be a teacher, which I, I did I you know do kind of uh I do kind of do with my with my clients but I I discovered was totally. looking at uh George Brown and didn't have any idea what it was about what where it was going to lead me but after the first class I was like this is like this is what I was meant to do so I went to George Brown I went to FIT in New York as well just cuz I'm competitive and I wanted to make sure that I had a, a leg up on any competition in in Toronto. and um and good for you. I get that.
0: I'm totally that way. It's like if I'm gonna be a sleep consultant, I'm gonna do the best training in the best place
1: exactly. <laughs> yeah. and and why not go to New York to do that? It's not like I was like, you know, going to Detroit or something. Nothing against Detroit, but it's you know, <laughs> New York. Is, New York is a fun place to visit. Any excuse, um, totally. Uh, and then I went and I ate a lot of croissants in uh, in Paris for a summer, and came back and, and started my business. So um, it's been it's been a long and wild ride, and uh, and I've learned a ton. But uh, you know what remains the same is that. We are really focused on ensuring that we're not just handing over fish to people, that we're really teaching them how, how to dress, why things work, why things don't, because that's where the real change happens. It's one thing to just dress someone up and, and send them off. It's another thing to actually give them the tools and, and formulas and kind of break it down almost into a science so, so they can you know, feel as put together as possible on a daily basis.
0: I love that. I love the learn to fish. I, it's very much my philosophy as well that, you know, people will often write me to ask if I come to houses just to do the sleep training for parents. Mm-hmm. And I say, like, I could do that and your baby would be a champion for me. Um, but the the reality is that I'm going to leave and then that baby's yeah. yours. So you really need to be able to have those skills in that baseline as yeah, well. So true. Um, that's amazing. So, so I guess, you know, I would like to know, um, a lot of, a lot of my listeners are, are moms. A lot of them are new mm-hmm. moms. Uh, and I say young moms, meaning they have young children, don't mean young in age. Um, but, and I feel like you have a, you have a child as well. You have a daughter, Yeah, she's right? five.
1: She just started grade one, which, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah! Congratulations.
0: Was not, How's it, it going? Was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she
1: she didn't look back. She didn't, yeah, well, she didn't even blink. Basically, she was totally ready for it.
0: Oh, I love that. I love that. I feel like, <clears throat> excuse me, um, but I was a teacher for for 10 years. Oh. And I, you know, I would, uh, all these moms would be like, oh, I'm so worried about school like, I am not worried about school. School's awesome for kids. They will love it. It'll be great. And then I dropped my daughter off in the first day of JK last year, and I was (laughs) sobbing. I was like, she's doing it. I believe it. Um, So good for you. Um, Okay. So, uh, you know, going back to that mom thing, I'm sure you can identify, you know, you're a young mom, you have a young family, like quite honestly, clothing is the last thing you're thinking about right like you're just thinking about making it out the door um what are some of the common things you're hearing from your your mom clients
1: i think there's a couple of them i think one we have a very difficult time investing in ourselves as our size changes like it's so hard after you have a baby because you know you you end up going through almost like three different phases with your body um, with all the hormones and everything else. And, and you're not really feeling like yourself and and you're sleep deprived. And every molecule of your body is basically, you know, working to just keep this little person like alive and happy. So thinking about clothes is like the last thing that you want to possibly invest in totally. or spend any time on. But at the end of the day, I feel like when you are feeling that strange in your body and you're, you're, you're feeling that self-conscious, that's actually the best time to put on an outfit that's going to make you feel like yourself again. And I don't think that, that we do that. I, I know that we don't do it because I have many clients who contact me kind of after the year point. Um, but they've been, they've been struggling throughout that, that whole year just to, just to put on clothes that you know <laughs> smell clean and kind of fit. <laughs> um, so I think that I think that one is is investing in themselves, and two is just even finding the time to to get dressed and to feel put together and and to have those pieces available in their in their closet. Uh, because realistically, it's once we have kids, all of those clothes in our closet are. are from almost a past life, like the chances of us feeling like that person and wanting to put those (laughs) clothes back on are are almost slim to none. Like I looked at my closet after my daughter was born and I was like, who lives (laughs) here? Like this is, this is not me anymore. And I don't want to wear any of this. So I, you know, then had to be a, you know, image and style consultant for myself. I had to take myself through this process that I had been taking people through for the, prior That's six years. Well,
0: I love... I have so many things that I want to say about that. You know, I I actually... Um, I trained with a trainer for a long time, someone who I love, Dara Bergeron. I don't know if you know Dara. Uh, she created... Um, oh, her handle now is a mom bod love, but she created uh, Belly Boot Camp. And she wrote this article uh, yeah. a few years ago called, you know, screw getting back into your old jeans, just buy new jeans. Like, you're... Your, your body is different totally. now. And I feel like we're starting to see this wave. It's pretty new. Um, but this wave of like, no, you're not going to fit into those old jeans. And maybe you will. And that's great. But if you aren't, you're joining a large population of women who aren't not because you're fat or overweight it's your body has completely changed and maybe you did gain some weight and maybe that's okay like maybe that's where your body needs to be right now because you're nourishing a human and you're you know working so much harder Mm -hmm. um so I love I love this perspective that you know don't worry about your old clothes maybe we think about we think about some new clothes and a new style like i think about all the pictures i um like i just got a new computer and i i transferred over some photos and i was looking at pictures of me um like literally a year before i had my my first daughter and i was like i can't believe i wore that i wore that yeah. dress and like my yeah. ass was so close to the edge of that dress <laughs> I did
1: that (laughs) and it was
0: only a year and like, I couldn't imagine doing that now.
1: (laughs) And like you, you may have felt amazing in that dress then. Right. But it's, it's really, I think acknowledging the fact that, we we grow and we change as people and our style is also going to grow and change and evolve and our body is going to grow and change and evolve and and we need to we really need to work on accepting that and and kind of moving forward with it i think asking a new mom whether she feels like the same person as she did before she had the baby it's like it's such an obvious answer yeah. they're going to say no like no no mom you know, doesn't feel that kind of transformation. Like you, all of a sudden you have this, this little human that, that you um, would do absolutely anything for. Uh, and yet you ask them like if they should still wear the same clothes or if they have the same style and they're like, well, I don't, I, maybe, I, I do want to fit back into those or, yeah. or um, I don't really know what my style is anymore. Like yeah. it's a much more difficult, it's a much more difficult conversation. To have.
0: Totally. And I think that, you know, just, uh, you to to flick people to some great follows obviously you yourself what's your handle on social media
1: it's your underscore shop underscore girl
0: um and then like the bird's papaya is another great one about body acceptance i love her um but you know i'm trying to think of myself are people like i I admitted to you before this that I had actually looked into your services a little while ago and chickened out, not because of you, but because I was sort of like, I was nervous about going in there and, you know, like that pretty woman scene where they're like, please leave. And then she comes back and she's like, big mistake. And like, that's what you envision, right? Um, (laughs) So I just didn't want that. And clearly that's not what happens, but talk me through what the process would look like. So I can, you know, engage in your services. (laughs) Well,
1: I think, and i think it's so common like it, it is very common as we had kind of talked about before for people to to follow us for years and and then finally get the courage to invest in themselves and usually it's because you know they get to a point just like with sleep training where they they realize that you know they just can't do it themselves and it's worth spending the money because time is money and it's it's so much nicer to just have an expert have an expert just Handle it, and because we teach them, they're not just walking away with the value of getting new clothes that actually look great on them. But they're understanding where to shop afterwards, what to look for, what not to look for. Once you understand that formula of style, it is so much easier to get dressed. I think we assume that that style is an art and that we have to be born with it. Some people are just stylish, whereas I, I think that's total bull. Like I, <laughs> I, I think that. Uh, I think that anyone can be taught to be stylish. It's, we're not necessarily all going to look alike. And I think that's amazing. That is, you know, part of what I love about my job is that I get to dress a million different bodies in a million different styles and a million different colors. And- Okay, um, so that's a good question. Because
0: I think, I, I mean, I, we don't have to get into my body story and I feel like this is where it's going and it's because of me. But I, I feel like, I avoided other people styling me for a long time because I felt for a long time I would go into a store and they didn't have my size and I wouldn't I like I would be too big for the sizes and I would just walk out like I wouldn't ask for the bigger size um there's a lot of shame that comes with that I've you know since having my second child um I've lost weight kind of not unintentionally I've just changed a lot of my nutrition but it was never about losing weight the the outcome has yeah. been lost weight I can go to most stores it's fine um but it, that is a big barrier like so when someone comes to you and they're like like I just want to know how to get over that barrier or like I'm, I'm feeling that shame right now like I wouldn't want to come into your store and be like sorry we don't have your size or like I don't know where to shop for you
1: yeah, yeah, I, I think that's I think it's horrible, and I think that in Canada we unfortunately are not nearly as good with with human sizing as yes. in the U.S. or even UK. Um, so when I'm shopping for my above average clients, which is a, a huge percentage of my clients are above average, or they are tall, or they are petite, because these are right. all going to be people, people that are going to have a difficult time yes. finding sizes. My my clients are not. The people that we're seeing on Pinterest, they are they are not size zero and 25 and like five foot eight. The, those yes. people can dress, you know, they can dress themselves. That is
0: such a good um, point. I wish I, oh my God, you should write this on your website. Hey, FYI, my <laughs> clients are not on Pinterest. They don't need me. You need me.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it, it's true that when we think about it, right? And I think one of the most liberating things is really just discovering some brands and some stores that you could be the muse for, yes. you know, where you walk in and you're like, I don't even need to think about whether my size is here. I know my size is going to be here. And I love this style. Like this, this really feels like me. Like we settle too often with it's fine or it fits, especially yes. new moms. Like it's fine and it fits and I'm grocery shopping and I'm just going to pick up a couple pieces. Like, no, that is not, it's not okay. And I think when I'm thinking about the process with our clients, like that is a, That is a big message that we like to that we like to make sure that they understand. Like it has it's not about settling and it has nothing to do with your body. It's all about the clothes. Like we can't possibly blame our body for things that are really the clothes fault like yes. if i put on one dress and it looks like crap on me and then i put on another dress and it looks amazing it wasn't my fault yes. that yes. that first dress didn't look great it was the dress's fault right so we need to we need to shift that mentality and and not worry about fitting into our old skinny jeans, but just find a a pair of jeans that works for us because that's, it's not my fault that those jeans don't fit. It's about the jeans. It's not about me.
0: Totally. And it's funny because I remember um, my best friend is, is European. She moved to uh, Canada when she was 14. Um, And I remember her walking. So like I was, I grew up in Niagara Falls, like, at the wrong side of the tracks, high school in Niagara Falls. She walks in like dressed to the (laughs) nines. And we're all like, okay. And and eventually, I mean, we did not like each other because clearly I was jealous of her. We're now best friends and inseparable. (laughs) But I remember later on in our friendship, um, her telling me, you know, you should never wear something that isn't tailored for your body. Like, don't just buy mm-hmm. something in the store and then not tailor it. Uh, and that was such a, like, light bulb. For me, I was like, do you tailor all your clothes? And she's like, usually. And I was like, oh, <laughs> this this is all making so much sense. What do you feel? Yeah. Like, how do you feel about that? Like, finding a great piece and then maybe trying to find a way to work for you?
1: Oh, I ta- I tailor my t-shirts. Like, I tailor absolutely everything. <laughs> But this it's is- like also understanding like it's understanding the clothing process, right? Like if, yeah. if I if if I were to take you behind the scenes into factories, you would see that it that there is one fit model and there are pieces of papers that are patterns and they are grading those patterns based on sizes into potentially like four different sizes, small, medium, large, and extra large, and then adding a bunch of stretching into it. Like There is no way that those pieces are going to fit all the different bodies that I see on a daily basis. Like, we we need to understand that it is okay that those pieces don't fit as long as they have certain seams or um, we love them enough that we feel like we want to invest more money into them. It's like, this is such an amazing jacket. I love this so much that I'm willing to invest the... $20 that it's going to take to, you know, take up the sleeve and move this button basically. Um, And I, (laughs) I always add that cost in as well.
0: I uh, I had a, my husband's um, Christmas party for his work uh, last year and I went to Nordstrom and I found a shirt and I was like, I have to have this shirt. <laughs> I must wear it. I love it so much. Uh, and then I put it on and the, the V was so deep and I'm big busted. I was like, well, that's not the message I want to be sending to my husband's work partners. Um, I will not wear this. And then I like tried it with like seven different bras. And then finally, I turned it around and had this like high neck shirt. i um, I took a seam ripper. I took off the tag so you couldn't see That's anything. Awesome. and it looked amazing. It yeah, looked sure. amazing. And you couldn't see the bra. And it's like my favorite shirt in the whole world. And it took me like, I was in the dressing room for like a good 30 minutes. And I'm like, are you gonna buy this? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to make it work. Amazing. So, a good sign.
1: Like, you wanting to, you wanting it to work <laughs> that much. So that's, that's a good sign. And I think, you know, what we need to do is keep our favorite outfit in mind when we are mm-hmm. shopping. And If, if mm-hmm. I don't, love something as, as much or, or, you know, close to as much as I, as I love my favorite outfit, then I'm not going to buy it. Like I like to have a very small wardrobe. I definitely recommend, you know, capsule wardrobes for my new moms because it, we don't have, you know, we just don't. What have is the that? Time. So it's, it's basically a wardrobe. I mean, it's al- allowing us to have a small amount of clothes that really multitasks. So every piece that we're buying, we're ensuring that it goes with three other pieces in our wardrobe. Uh, oh, I, I usually this. break things down into um, six pieces for for a like you know uh, post baby post baby body. And it would be like one layering piece, two bottoms, three tops, and then you have your four accessories along the bottom, but all of those go together. So the, you know, the two tops both go with the layering pieces, all three tops go with both pairs of pants, like, or skirt or whatever it is. Uh, And that just, it allows you to have like a couple of core pieces that you love that you Didn't need to spend like a ton of money on, but at least, you know, you can get, there's like 12 outfits basically that you could, um, that you could do with those six pieces and that, uh, it's just a nice little core to have. You can basically close your eyes and look in the closet, choose two pieces and you know, they're going to match. Oh my God.
0: Okay, so clear, I am definitely going to hire you because I need this in my life so bad because I, uh, the other part of me is I, I love clothes so much. I love clothes and I love shopping for clothes and it, it, I love them. But I'm also very aware of the environmental impact mm-hmm. that buying all of these like throwaway clothes is having and I want to reduce that. But I also like playing with clothes. So I'm in this like bit of a pickle. And I, that, that is what I don't have. I cannot look at clothes and be like, oh, there are seven different outfits. I'm like, I'm going to wear this, this night. And I couldn't possibly repeat this. Like I need someone to train me on how to stop doing that essentially. And that sounds exactly like what I need.
1: Yeah. I think that we, I think we all do. I think it's why I can have a team of women and we all work full time doing this. Like there are enough that that don't know how to do this, that uh, that we, we all kind of need help. I say even, you know, even image consultants need image consultants sometimes. So, uh, I have, yes. I definitely have to talk to myself some late nights when I'm like online shopping, where I just, I put things in carts <laughs> and then just walk away from them. I'm like, why did I just spend <laughs> half an hour with, like shopping for this imaginary <laughs> life? And then, um, and then I just close down the computer. So, uh, there's totally, there's totally I have
0: stuff. a team of people that I have like three other consultants that, you know, we all kind of chat with and and talk about, you know, tricky cases or or things like that. And there are times with my own children where I'm like, guys, set me straight. I'm not right.
1: And they're like, this is this is what you do. I'm like, thank you. I just needed you to say that. Yeah, it's totally true. But I I do think it do think having the education and understanding the why behind it does help so much because then you can look at your clothes right now and actually make a huge amount of outfits out of them or understand what anchoring pieces you need to be able to actually have them multitask. Right. Which a lot of times we just a couple of t-shirts or a few accessories and for you, accessories are probably going to be a big thing because it'll let you play around with things a lot and make them totally different, but you don't necessarily have to have like a ton of, a ton of pieces because I think we're all trying to be more sustainable and supporting local is always a, a great thing for us to do as well. It's just, it's hard and it's expensive. So we need to have a real plan in terms of, in terms of breaking that down. Exactly. Yeah.
0: So, I, uh, you know, as we talked about before, I like to keep this podcast to the length of what I like to call a crap nap. So that's about (laughs) 25 to 35 minutes. Um, You know, something that a mom, while she's doing those crappy dishes, uh, I don't know if we talked about that online or offline, where they can put on something and just listen to it while they go. Mm -hmm. Um, We have the same, I think, mission and motivation, which is to help mom, well, mine is moms, yours are women feel like themselves again. Um, That's literally, I think, all over my website. It's just, I I really want women to feel like, hey, uh, there's a person in there and I'm sleeping and I'm human Mm -hmm. again. Um, Could you give me your like top two, three tips on how a mom can feel like herself again, uh, in shopping. If you know whether that's you know hiring you or something that she can be looking out for when she's shopping. What's like an easy like way to inch into yourself again when shopping? I
1: think one of the one of the best things to do is find some inspiration. So I do suggest Pinterest. Think about Pinterest the same way as. You would think about it for like designing your house. My house doesn't look like a Scandinavian, you know, glass castle, but <laughs> I'm still going to pin house, houses that are these like beautiful Scandinavian houses. I'm, I'm pinning them because I want the inspiration from them. So ignore the fact that we don't look like Pinterest models because n- none of us will. That's just uh, their models. Um, what we no. know is like that <laughs> feeling of, you know, the the way that the clothing, maybe it's the way it, it it feels or how we would describe it. Have a couple of those outfits. I suggest like 10 to 12 and use one of them as your recipe for when you are shopping. So you're going into a store when some 16 year old girl comes up to you and asks, if she can help you, <laughs> and you show them the picture and you say, "I want to do this. Like I, I want to put together this outfit um, and and try it on and see yes. how it feels." Because the first thing that you need to do when you are rediscovering yourself is to actually figure out what you want to look like and how you want people to describe you. Mm-hmm. And we don't do that enough. We think about it mm-hmm. with our home. We do not think about it with ourselves. So figure out what your style words are and try it out try an outfit out that feels a little bit edgy, or maybe it, it feels a little bit more elegant than what you, um, that what you've done before. But I want you to try that all on uh, a full outfit, not just a, not just one piece. Um, I want it to be head, low, yeah. you know, top, bottom and a layering piece, some accessories on there, um, and see how you feel in it. I think that's probably it's, that's, you know, Three steps in one, but I think if you're going to do, I love yourself, that. It's it won't take a lot of time. You can take your kid with you if you really need to, but ideally, um, find some babysitting for an hour and just do that for yourself. And if it doesn't yes. work out, who cares? Go to Godiva, get some chocolates, and go home <laughs> because you know. Nothing is yeah nothing is better than going home with, you know, some little treat. So if you didn't find clothes, who cares? Like it's better to buy nothing than to buy something that isn't perfect for you.
0: I, you, yes, I love that. And I, I liken this to my fear of Sephora for a really long time because everyone is so gorgeous and put together and I would walk in and be like, ah, and I'd walk out. But the, I was doing a TV segment and I was like, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to walk in and I'm going to ask them to teach me how to put on my makeup. I have to do this. Because I was like paying people to come to my house at five o'clock in the morning to put makeup on. And I was like, this is not sustainable. I should just learn. Um, And then I did it and it was the best experience. I just had to ask for help. And I feel like we've really, I mean, the retail industry has really gotten away, I think, from shaming people and like, Like everyone in in Sephora has been amazing. And I mean, it's not an ad for Sephora, but it's a metaphor for, I think so many people are worried about asking for help because they're worried Mm -hmm. about shaming. And if you go in there with your Pinterest pics and you're like, make me look like this person, um, they're going to really want to do that. That's motivation for the other person as well.
1: Totally, and I and I would say that Sephora to me is like a department store. It's going to be really overwhelming, and I might not suggest a department store for your like yeah. first your first step back into shopping. Um, but even yes. if you can, if even if you can go into like a local boutique around you or or one shop where you've seen some of their stuff online and it feels like it's it's your style, um, concentrate on that. Like, don't try and do too much. But if you can go into one store one that's not that overwhelming, um, that's, that's probably the best way to start.
0: Totally. Well, Suzanne, I could talk to you for a really long time, but I think (laughs) we have to shut it down. Um, where can people find you?
1: Yourshopgirl.com is probably the best place. You can also find us on Instagram at your underscore shop underscore girl, um, or, call me email me all of my information is online as well if you have any questions don't be afraid like i think there's a, a lot of stigma around style and fashion with people just being unapproachable and that is like so far from who we are and what we do and uh we want to make sure that you are just as as comfortable and happy as possible that's that's really all that matters so if you have any questions like you won't get some weird invoice after just um just let me know <laughs> <laughs> Amazing.
0: Well, I will also link to all of this in the podcast notes. So if anyone's okay. wanting to go and click through, go ahead. Um, thank you so much for your time today, Suzanne. Thank you, Amanda. That was awesome. We
1: gotta do this again. For sure. See you later.